The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash earnings right now. netsuite.com slash earnings. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Kristen Zerving, super confident, super positive. Mm. This is a guy that has dug his bank out of a deep hole and it is in a very different place than it was a few years ago. So he feels completely different. He feels really quite positive. Uh, the numbers look good right now. He's got this bank uh, back to profitability. And you can really see that in the fact that they've just made an acquisition. It is still the talk of the town here in London. The new misacquisition caught all of us by surprise, Tom. And, and it really came from a place that nobody expected. And I think that, that is the thing that caught everybody by surprise. So the, the question I asked Christian was quite a simple one. Was the price just too good? Was the offer just too good that he couldn't refuse it? The macro uncertainty that has driven markets so much recently, do you get the feeling that that is beginning to recede? Do you get the impression that you are increasingly on more solid ground? Well, first of all, I think we, we all have to admit that um, if you look what has happened over the last 12 to 15 months in, in the macro um, on the geopolitical side, I think uh, economies have really shown how resilient they are um, because uh, a year ago a lot of people would have yep. uh, uh, said there is a um, quite material recession in Europe, in Germany, uh, potentially also in the US. And if we now look back, I, I think we, we see that uh, the answer we have given um, is, is actually showing that we fared quite well uh, over the last 12 to 15 months. Now, I think the situation remains complex. Um, I'm. Uh, I, I do believe that with a very persistent inflation, interest will further go up on both sides of the, uh, of the ocean. Yep. And I also do believe, Guy, that um, the interest will then stay a little bit longer elevated than potentially a lot of people think. And that means that um, I still believe that there is a, a chance of a mild recession in the US um, at the end of uh, 23, early 24 as well as in Europe. You see that uh, Germany is uh, in a technical recession, has been in a technical recession. So um, I, don't, I don't believe that we will see a material recession, but I do think that uh, uncertainty still prevails and, and hence um, we need to watch out. And the second half of 2023 is for sure um, a half which uh, um, is still complex and is still challenging. So does that mean that the, the Q2 guidance that your CFO gave a few days back 
was just a was just a blip. He was talking about uh, fixed income being down 15 to 20 percent. You talk about the fact that the second half is going to see significant uncertainty. That's a good environment for fixed income. So therefore, was the Q2 guidance just a blip? And do you still believe that the full year numbers are going to be better than the numbers that James gave? Well, let's start with the overall bank. And, and there we see a good momentum. Um, that is the strategy of Deutsche Bank that we says we need a more balanced bank. That was exactly what yep. we wanted to achieve in 2019 when we called out the transformation of Deutsche Bank. And we see the results. We have a very strong corporate bank, um, a very nice uh, developing private bank. And therefore, we can confirm our 28 to 29 billion of revenues for this year. Um, we see the momentum. We see a Q2, uh, to be honest, uh, Q2 2023 from a revenue point of view, which is uh, uh, higher than Q2 uh, 2022. So overall, I would say um, this bank is, uh, is faring well. Um, the strategy is paying off. With regard to uh, the investment bank, um, we always said that uh, we had a record year. Um, we had an extraordinary strong year in the FIC business in 2022. I still think that actually in Q1 and Q2 we have done well, but the overall market uh, is, is a bit weaker than yep. in the record year of 2022. But I do believe with some uncertainties, for instance, the debt ceiling issue going away uh, in the yep. US, then with the still complex situation which is in front of us, um, I do believe that um, um, in Q3 and Q4 um, there is momentum in the business on the fixed side. But for us as a strategy of Deutsche Bank, it is important that we further balance out the investment bank overall. We have a very strong FIC business. We have a very strong DCM business. Yep. What we really wanted to achieve is that also the O&A business is further strengthened. Yep. And hence, we have put a lot of investments into that. So just to, just to wrap this part of the conversation up, it, it is going to be, it, it's going to be an operating environment for the FIC business that is likely to be less good than, next year, than last year. Um, Q2 may or may not be a blip. You still see uncertainty in the second half of the year, which could provide opportunity. So, so on balance, the numbers are likely to be slightly better than the 15 to 20% that James guided to. That's, that's what I would say for uh, um, the coming months and weeks. Uh, again, Q2 was also a particular quarter, yep. given the situation also which we had in the US. We can already see also now in June um, on the most recent days that there is, a, um, that there is momentum in the business. So um, I'm, I'm overall actually quite comfortable also with the FIG business. And, and again, Q2 was a particular uh, quarter. I would say that uh, um, the FIG business in Q3 and Q4 I think there was uh, a slight recovery. You are very good at keeping secrets. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Numis acquisition. It, it, for those of us that follow the bank, it caught us all by surprise. I understand you've been working on it for quite some time, but it definitely caught us by surprise. Um, was the offer just too good to refuse? Was the price just too good to refuse? Where did it come from? Where did, where did your decision to go in this direction, the advisory business, come from? Well, I, I just said it in, uh, in, in, in my previous answer. You know, I'm, I'm a big believer and the whole management team of Deutsche Bank is a big believer that we need balanced business, not only for the overall bank. That was the reason why we did the transformation four years ago. Yep. Stable, well-balanced setup with four businesses. In each of those business, I again want to be balanced. And we have a very strong FIC and DCM business where we wanted to further invest is in the ONA business. And, you know, we looked at Numis for a long, long time. And, and yes, we kept the secret quite well. 
and we think it's an optimal um, addition to our business mix and to our offerings in Europe and in particular in the UK. The UK is from a fee market pool, um, it's uh, uh, the most lucrative uh, European market. Um, we are adding 170 top corporate clients and it fits beautifully to our global house bank concept. Everybody is only thinking about the investment banking offering. And yes, that's obviously something we are very much interested in and it fits to our existing uh, positioning in the UK. But we have a really well-functioning corporate bank. So we have 170 additional clients yep. with Numis now and we can offer our corporate banking products and at the same time, we have a private bank where I think we can also do the one or the other thing. So the overall global house bank concept yep. is fitting very well to Numis and therefore we, we looked at it very carefully. I'm very glad about the job Fabrizio and the team have done um, and now we concluded this and now we need to uh, make the final steps, right? Are you keeping more secrets from me? Are, are there, <laughs> you talk about the other divisions and the fact that you want to, you want to have balance. Are there other deals in the offering? If another great opportunity came along, are you still interested or, or is the dry powder gone? No, I would say, look, um, I think we are very careful and cautious uh, uh, planning um, team. But of course, we always said that after restructuring and positioning this bank, we are up for growth. And we always said we want to grow in more capital-like products, uh, which is, for instance, the O&A business and yep. the M&A business and the advisory business. But you have also seen that we have done um, senior hires, again, in corporate finance, but also in the wealth management business. Yeah. So we think that we can further balance out the business at some point in time over two, three yeah. years. Um, you know, we want to also, and we, we need to plan for a situation that NII is at some point in time, again, coming down. We need then additional income streams, and this bank is planning for that and is investing for that right now. And hence, uh, um, uh, A, I wouldn't tell you about secrets uh, because <laughs> you just said we are good at it, at keeping it, but that there is a clear growth strategy in parts like wealth management, yep. origination and advisory. Yes, um, uh, we are focusing on that, and with the recent hires, we have seen that. You, you talk about hires in the, on the wealth side, though. Do, do you see the growth there being organic? Do you see it being via acquisition of talent rather than acquisition of businesses? Well, it's, it's, it's both, but um, I do believe that uh, we have now such a nice positioning um, and, and, and uh, such a nice structure that we really do believe that um, if you have a chance to acquire and, and get um, good and great talent um, uh, in, in all kinds of regions, this is a really good way in step-by-step -step growing your business. Um, Claudio de Sanctis has done that uh, very successfully in Asia, yep. um, in other parts of uh, Southern Europe. So that is a, a first way of growing. If Commerzbank ever came back, would you be interested in that acquisition? They have got a huge deposit base, which in this environment is hugely attractive. Well, we also have a huge uh, deposit sure. base. Uh, but put with, the two together, uh, with, uh, it would be even bigger. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think we have shown also during the recent volatilities in the market how firm and how stable our deposit base is. So that is not a reason uh, uh, to actually think about uh, further enlarging it or acquiring uh, somebody else. I think the full focus of Deutsche Bank is in um, now after successfully delivering the transformation over the last three or four years is now growing uh, into an area where we have a return on equity of uh, larger than 10% in yep. 2025. We are on a good way of achieving that. The first quarter of 2023 has clearly shown the strengths of Deutsche Bank. 
and we can control it by ourselves, we can achieve that by ourselves, and uh, that is our focus. Kristen Zerving, the CEO of Deutsche Bank, speaking to me exclusively a few minutes ago upstairs here at Bloomberg. Takeaways, yeah. much more positive, feeling quite good about the, the situation going forward, will not exclude further acquisitions. He talked about the fact that maybe the Q2 drop that uh, his CFO, James Walker talked about may be actually a little bit of a blip. He sees a recovery potentially in FIC trading in the second half of the year. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.